Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance time! Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Happy Friday morning, everybody. Is it cold enough for you outside? Holy cow. One degree. At least outside the studios of the KKCI in South Goodland. Did you like my burr effect there, Christian? I, I did. I <laughs> thought that was great. Uh, to be honest, I don't think Okay, could, so the uh, question is, have you, it like that? have you seen Grumpy Old Men? I'm assuming you have. The movie Grumpy Old Men? Uh oh, he has actually. It. I have not. Oh my gosh, that's not good. Okay, so it'll, it'll have to be on the it, list. It needs to be on your list. Grumpy old men with Walter Matthau and Jack Grumpy. Lennon, two old guys living up in Wabasha, Minnesota. And they in the first there's grumpy old men and there's grumpier old men. And the grumpy version there, it's it's winter time, <laughs> and the weatherman goes, "Is it cold enough for you?" <laughs> TV. It's a it's a classic. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid, uh, Grumpy Old Men. And these very, very cold days make me think of that movie because it's, you know, up in Minnesota and they're ice fishing and it's just frigid cold. There's snow everywhere. That's what this day kind of feels like to me. And so it, um, it it's is. there's a lot yeah. of co- there's a lot of great cold references that it's only going to get worse yeah it will get worse uh that's for sure it is going to get worse it's funny to look at the the temperatures of today and look at so today a high of 28 supposedly and then it's actually going to get not much warmer than this uh all the way through monday saturday sunday monday temperature is going to be single digits and by single digits i mean low single digits so you'll want to make sure you'll pay attention to our our area cancellations and closings tab they'll keep you up to date on what's open and everything going on even with the cold temperature stuff may not be happening today so be aware of that uh make sure you're following along on on NDBKS Radio on Facebook, Christina's doing a great job posting helpful tips when the weather is this cold to help, you know, keep your house and everything working correctly. You know, you don't want any yeah. frozen pipes or anything like that. So uh, be aware of all that as you push through this very cold stretch uh, here on this uh, Friday and into this weekend. But uh, thanks again for joining us on the Morning Blitz. I do want to highlight a couple things real quickly before we get in here. I have failed to mention this, and this just happens because my mind is running everywhere in the morning. And I do want to remind a couple things uh the playoff prick the playoff pick'em bracket if you did not know has been canceled once again due to weather that we got earlier this year we're not doing the nfl playoff pick'em unfortunately this year but that just means that the prize money from the playoff pick'em is now moved all the way to the nc2a bracket challenge which we will have in mid-march so a bigger prize will be coming there also want to remind folks that uh, coming up on Saturday, you've got Kinfo, the pop-up concert there at the Colby Event Center. going to be a really good time. Uh, and they were scheduled to go to St. Francis 
on Sunday, but that yes, you, am I missing something uh, at here? At city limits, not at the. Oh my, sorry, sorry. It's at city limits, I apologize. City limits is where Kinfo is going to be. Uh, so at city limits in Colby, Kinfo, the pop up concert, going to be great. Uh, and so anyway, that has then Kinfo is supposed to go from Colby to St. Francis for a show on Sunday. That has been postponed and rescheduled to March 9th. We'll make people know that. So there is no show in St. Francis on Sunday. It has been moved to early March. So there, I just wanted to highlight those couple of quick things uh, on the local, uh, a local just calendar overall. But we got a full show ahead for you today here on a Friday. We will look ahead to the NFL playoffs and the wild card round, which begins here on Saturday with a couple of games and then a full slate on Sunday. We'll get some thoughts on the Chiefs, and uh, we will also uh, dive a little bit more. Um, and so anyway, we got lots of things going on there with the NFL wildcard, which we'll get to here on uh, tomorrow and Sunday. We'll talk about that here today. We will look ahead a little bit to the college basketball slate if we have time in segment three on Saturday. You've got KU and K-State back in action. Nebraska, by the way, playing tonight in Iowa City. Uh, we will get to all that. And here in a little bit, we're going to discuss a topic that we talked about actually a couple, maybe a year and a half ago. We brought this up, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Shot clock apparently coming to high school hoops in the state of Kansas, which I find to be a fascinating topic. And uh, we will get to that coming up here a little bit later on. But boy, uh, last night, I first want to highlight the show, kick off the show, talk about what happened last night. A couple of things happened. Uh, first and foremost, I said going at the end of the show yesterday, I talked about how. That there needed that there was going to be a really good game in 1A D2 boys basketball last night here regionally. Shylin and Weskin mm. were going to face off, and boy, it lived up to the hype. 69-67, Shylin gets the win over Weskin last night. So high scoring, as I know Weskin loves to play, up-paced, fast, and score a lot of points. And so Shylin to play that way with their great athletes. That I did not see any of the action. I've only found a score. But the score tells a lot that it was really, really good, entertaining basketball game last night between Shylin and Weskin up there in McDonald. And so congratulations to the Cougars on a great win. They are 7-2 and two so far this season. Uh, Weskin dropping to 5-3. and three. But, boy, that game lived up to the hype, uh, and that was great to see. Also last night you have Decatur Community Wrestling at home. I saw they lost to McCook 39-28 in a duel that I saw last night. Um, so, anyway... That was just a couple things that happened uh, uh, last night in the local sporting, but we have a full slate of stuff going on. We, of course, we have high school hoops tonight. There will be more high school basketball on Saturday as we will have the Mid-Continent League tournament beginning with the play-in games. So that begins on Saturday before a full week. I mean, the Mid-Continent League tournament starts on Saturday and goes It's a full week-long tournament for the Mid-Continent League. So that's all coming up here. Uh, look forward to that. Also, uh, we have got... Lots of wrestling going on this weekend as well. Of course, we'll dive into that coming up in just a little bit. So, yeah, so much going on. And once again, I, I don't know how to kind of word this, but it's all scheduled to happen. I don't know if some things are going to be postponed or not because of cold temperatures. I think we're going to have, you know, the road conditions will be fine to get where you need to go, but I don't know if some things are going to be moved around due to the cold weather. I don't know. How do they handle that up in Michigan? Is that a big deal? <laughs> I doubt um, it, but I just want to ask. Not really in the in the winter. It's usually an ice and snow problem as far as cancellations. Uh, but here, as we've mentioned the next couple of days, 
Uh, Ross said it's going to be single digits through Tuesday. Uh, that might have even been uh, a little sugarcoating. The highs are in the single digits. The lows are in, you know, negative 9, negative 14 degrees, and that is without wind chill. And, of course, we are going to get uh, not nearly as much wind as yesterday or Monday, Tuesday, but still quite a lot uh, over the next couple of days. So I wouldn't be surprised if we had some games, uh, especially maybe long trips, canceled just because of uh, having not public canceled. health in mind. Not, not canceled, postponed. I think going to say delayed, postponed. Delayed, delayed. Yeah, don't say canceled. That means it's not going to get made up. Postponed, Sorry. delayed. They, they always try to make them up, but um, delayed or postponed, not played this weekend uh, is what I mean. I think they have to keep public health in mind, especially on long trips. Anyone who, you know, has to pull over side of the road, anything like that, and God forbid you get into an accident, it could be very, very dangerous even to just walk out in negative 30 degrees. Oh, yeah, don't do that. You know, between your car and a stadium. Yeah, make sure that your vehicle is fully fueled up. You have a a safety kit if you're going out, you know, water, things like that, so that you are prepared in case you do have an issue. Because you do not not want to go out and be walking around in this stuff i guarantee it but nonetheless if we're able to play which i expect right at this point in time i am expecting we are going to boy i can't tell you how excited i am for tonight i'm not excited about the long bus trip down south to hugoton but i am (laughs) excited for what we could possibly see inside those gymnasium walls down hugoton i am really stoked because i think this is not only is this one of the biggest games in the GWAC, I think it might be one of the biggest games in the state of Kansas tonight. I'll put it on that 100%. plateau. I think it's huge. If you don't know who I'm talking about, tonight the Goodland Cowboys, number 2 and 3A, are down at the Hugoton Eagles, number 2 and 4A. And boy, this game is going to be a good one. I just have a feeling. I've got so high expectations for this game. I just expect <laughs> it to be so good and so entertaining and a a back-and-forth affair, and uh, I just, I'm super excited about this game tonight. You have two teams that are playing a very high caliber of basketball that are squaring off right now. And you have a Goodland team that's played some pretty solid competition and has won pretty handily against them for the most part. And you have a Hugoton team that's played some very good competition at the Hayes City Shootout and ended up finishing runner-up and only lost by one point. That's their lone loss this year. And then they have stomped the living daylights out of anybody else that's kind of in their area that they play, with like Southwestern Heights, or they took on Cimarron here recently, and they won that game by 72 points. I mean, they are an absolute machine. Yeah, they're an absolute machine, is Hugoton. Um, and they're the defending 4A state champs. You know, they're the defending champs. That was their first ever, I think, boys basketball state championship. They won it. Uh, they won it late last year, and they they bring back a good number of pieces. Not not they lose their top two players from a season ago. No more Riley Riddlesberger, who's is playing I think JUCO ball at Seward County, and Carson Bennett. They lost him as well. Those guys were all uh, all state, all tournament type team guys at 4A last year. Those guys are graduated, but they returned so many other great pieces and great athletes that makes them such an intriguing team this year. But Really, the the matchup across the board is pretty darn close, in my opinion. I think it's very much it even. I think on paper it looks very equal. Um, I think both teams are very very good. Both teams have a good number of depth. 
if I do think Goodland maybe has a slight advantage in one area, I think that they might have I think they might have the best basketball player on the floor tonight. Maybe not the best. Lincoln Cure, no doubt, is a phenomenal athlete. He's going to go up against Isaac Martin tonight. And Isaac Martin is a phenomenal athlete. Um, He's going to go to the Kansas, or he's been selected to go play in the Kansas Shrine Bowl. He's a great football player. He's a great athlete. I think Lincoln Cure is probably still a better all-around athlete than him, but Isaac Martin is going to be a really good test for, for Lincoln tonight. And then on top of that, but I think Brady Brumbaugh is the best basketball player that will be on the floor tonight, either over anybody else that, that Hugh Gitson has, in my personal opinion. Um, I think he's he just with his size and length and ability to shoot it and to score it, uh, I think he's the best basketball player on the floor tonight. But once again, it's not an individual sport. It's a team sport, and that's why I think this game is superly even matched because both teams have really, really good quality teams and good quality players that make up those teams. And in my personal opinion on this, if you are Goodland tonight, you are playing with house money. First and foremost, you're playing a bigger school. Not a whole lot bigger, but they are in a bigger classification. So you're playing a bigger school in 4A. You're on their home floor. And they're a team that you haven't had a whole lot of success with. You've beaten them once in the last 15 meetings. And it came on a last-second buzzer-beater shot. Now, last year they did hang with them very closely. They only lost by three. In fact, Goodland led for a majority of the game, but lost in the, lost it in the end 53-50. But think about it. You lost at home to three to the four eventual 4A state champ. That's pretty darn good. And so I just say you go there and you let it all hang out. It doesn't matter. Like, if we lose, if you, I know that Goodland has the goal of wanting to win the GWAC title, and if you're going to win the GWAC title, you have to win this game more than likely if you're going to get that done. It's 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 not the it's not the end all be all if you don't, but you're gonna need some help from some other teams to get that done if you don't win this game. Because it's the only time you face Hugh Gitson. You don't face him again um in the regular in this in this season. So you have to get it done tonight. But once again, you're on the road against a bigger school. They have they've beaten you more times than not here over the last fifteen meetings. Just go there and let it all hang out. Just play with your hair on fire, let it all let it rip from the tip. Let it rip from the tip. That just came out of my mouth, and I love it. But anyway, I, I just I, I look at it from the good perspective. That's what I think you have to do tonight. You just you go there and you just you play freely. It's it's gonna be. I'm very interested to see. You know, Hugetson is known for a team that gets off to fast starts. They shoot the three ball really well, and they run the floor. So they'll come down, they'll jack up a three, and if they turn you turn over, they'll go down again. They'll shoot up another three, and all of a sudden you're down nine in the first ninety seconds, and you got to call a timeout and get everybody. Um, I talk about haymakers out of the gates. Sometimes that happens with these teams because that's how they, they they get teams down early. Goodland did a great job against Holcomb at home. They threw the haymaker, and I think you got to try and do that again. Although it will be will it be more difficult to do so on the road because you're not playing in your own home environment, and they have the they have the home crowd behind them. That's going to be interesting to see tonight. And this is only the second true road game of the season for Goodland so far this year. They've played at home this whole year. So I'm very fast to see how they handle playing away from their own hoops and gyms and the comfy confines of, of the Max Jones Fieldhouse. So I'm very intrigued. So those are just some of the some of the overall thoughts I have on tonight's game because I think it's going to be a real classic. It's going to be really good. And there have been some very classic games between Goodland and Hugoton. 2017, Dawson Raymer hits a buzzer-beating three from the left wing to beat Hugetson for the first time in I don't know how many years. It's been a long time. Swished it in at the buzzer. Gets them the win. Goodland boys have not beaten them since that. 
And then you flip to the girl side where the Cowgirls and the Lady Eagles have faced off so many times and there's so much on the line. You know, Hugeton, down at Hugeton a couple years ago. Sorry to those who have to relive this, but Mike and Hamlin, a fadeaway three at the top of the key, buries it after Goodland gets a questionable call called against them. Uh, and Hugeton wins, and then it goes on to win the GWAC, but the Cowgirls get the last laugh because they beat them in the state title game. So that was also, uh, that was kind of the last laugh for them. And Hugeton almost hit another buzzer beater shot in that game too, but it missed <laughs> this time. So there have been some real classics between Goodland and Hugeton, both boys and girls, and I suspect tonight we're going to have another classic between the two boys teams if, if things play out the way I think they should in my head. And like I said, if you're Goodland, you don't go in there. Don't go in there with a lot of pressure. I wouldn't. I know you want to win the GWAC. I get that, and that's about the only pressure that you have is that we got to win this game if we're going to win the league. Okay, but you're on the road. It's a bigger school. Just go there and let it rip from the tip. Let it all hang out. If you've gotten plenty of rest, you didn't have to play Tuesday, should be well-rested. Hugetson, by the way, might be a little rusty. They haven't played since December 19th. Both of their games here in the new year were postponed due to weather. So they haven't been in a game in in close to a month. They haven't had a game. So they might be well-rested, but they might be rusty. Just saying. Just saying. This This is a great opportunity for GHS tonight. Humongous opportunity for them. They they've put themselves on the on the map with this number two ranking. You go and you beat Hugetson on the road at their joint. <laughs> now you're cooking with gas. That's what I say. I don't. I'm just you guys. You can tell. I'm super jazzed for tonight. I cannot wait to see this no, game. No, you should be. I cannot wait to see it because I think it's going to be a heavyweight fight, and we're going to see a, a a lot of great plays. Especially if Goodland goes out and plays like they have. A majority of this season if they go out and they play like with that intensity and that effort and that energy and they're able to continue to have their shots fall despite being away from home this is going to be a, a darn good game darn good game and a lot of interesting storylines going into it so absolutely for if nothing else for your sake and for the sake of everyone watching that game i think it's going to be super exciting and i'm i'll be a little bit busy during uh but i i'll be very excited uh, to, to kind of look back on the, the post game of that. I'm taking a wild guess here and saying that's the highest or this will be the highest ranked matchup ever between these two, both of them at. Uh, as far as the I think in the as far back as my history goes, yes, because Goodland, mm-hmm. like I've said before, I I don't know the last time Goodland boys basketball was ranked until this year. I don't know. Uh, they were not ever ranked in that season in the last, I thought, phenomenal season. They they've had two really good seasons, in my opinion. Last year was a good season for Goodland Boys basketball. And Coach Mikey Dahl's first year, when he had Dawson Raymer, Levi Archer, had some other really good players here. Um, those are the two best years of Goodland High School basketball that I have witnessed. And I know, even though I was here in Northwest Kansas, none of the other teams before that were, were that dominant. They were good, but mm. they were not that dominant. So... Like I said, this is the it's got to be the first time and if it is the if it's not the first time, it's been a long time since these two teams have been this high up in the rankings. Like I said, I, this game tonight is not just a great game for the area, it's a great game in the state. It's one of the best. It should be circled, it should be talked about. And that's why we're doing it right here because I think it's this is going to be a real good one. <laughs> it's going to be good. It so good. Be. And you may be able to avoid a little bit of the Hugeton haymaker because they Rust doesn't always apply, especially at the high school level. It's very easy to just take a month off and 
snap your fingers, be right back at it. It doesn't always happen, uh, but it does give the Cowboys that possibility to avoid even having to deal with, you know, if they smoke a couple of easy ones out of the gate, oh, you miss a couple layups and, you know, you're feeling a little bit off the first couple minutes if you're Hugoton, Goodland could pounce, and I think that would be big for them. Oh, it's huge. Uh, a fast start will be big because you want to get that crowd out of it if you can. That's a, they got a great crowd down there. They kind of have a smaller gym, kind of sit on top of you, a pretty ruckus crowd, and I expect that. And I think everyone else wearing black and gold should expect that tonight. It'll be a ruckus environment. So, yes, it would be wise to get off to a very hot start and kind of take the crowd out of it a little bit if you can. So, we'll see. We will see. Uh, tonight's going to be a phenomenal basketball game. Look forward to seeing how it all pans out. The girl, well, quickly, before we move on to Colby, the girls' game uh, tonight... Look, the the girl the Goodland girls game of the week was supposed to be Tuesday when they were supposed to take on Hoxie. Tonight they're oh, going to take on Hugoton, and Hugoton graduated three players that went on to play college basketball, um, including Mike and Hamlin, who's a, who's up in Wyoming, a Division One player. So they lost so many good players. Hugoton is completely starting over from scratch. Their head coach Emmanuel Adigan is no longer there. Uh, they have a new head coach, pretty much a whole new roster. They are not the same team that they were in previous years. Goodland, if they just play to their potential, should be able to go down and go down there and get a win. Should. Now, of course, anytime you step on the floor and you don't bring it, you always have a chance to lose. But I would say it's one of those games where if you step on the floor and you play to potential, you should be able to get a win tonight if you're the Goodland Cowgirls. I don't need to dive much deeper into that, in my opinion. <laughs> I know Colby hosts Ulysses tonight. The Tigers are supposed to come to town. And this, I tell you what, the, knowing what I know and what I've seen... The boys' game should be semi-entertaining because Ulysses has got a pretty decent boys' team. Uh, they just beat Holcomb, by the way, uh, in one of their wins, which is a very nice victory in my opinion. I don't know the last time the Tigers beat Holcomb. That's been a long time ago, if that has happened. Mm. Um, their head coach has gotten things turned around in the right direction. Ulysses has always had some pieces, but they've never been able to put it together. But this new head, this new head coach, and I forget his name, I can picture him. Tall guy, kind of an army haircut with the glasses. Short name, Matt Cox, something Matt like that. Cox. Gosh, oh, yeah. man, what a deal. Good Matt job. Cox. What? Matt Cox has done a great job with that Tiger program. He's done a good job with that program. They've done a nice job kind of turning things around, getting some pieces and molding them in the right spots. I like what he's done. And I think tonight between the Tigers, the men's and the boys game should be very good. I don't know much about the Ulysses girls, although I do think they are – they have – they were very good about four or five years ago. Really good. And then they graduated some pieces, and they've not been the same since. And I don't think they've come out of that. Although I do have to give credit to their volleyball team. They've been bad for the last few years, but they had an uptick season this year. Mm. So, but yeah, I don't. And I expect you know that, that translates more times than it doesn't. It does. Yeah, but but uh, sometimes, especially the bigger schools, you know, you don't have the athletes that play volleyball, play basketball. Sometimes that just doesn't happen. They they stick to that. But anyway, your uh, thoughts. I think right. the boys and game will be good. We'll, the girls we'll start- game probably not. We'll start with the girls' game because I think you're right. Uh, I don't want to make any value judgments here and uh, you know get them get them caught in a big upset. But realistically, uh, Ulysses, the girls' team, had uh, a team where or a team a, a season where they went one and nineteen last year. Really, really struggled when they played Colby down in Ulysses one year ago. Uh, the Tigers put up eleven total points. 
really struggled to to score the basketball and, and, and to be consistent in really any department. They return two uh, GWAC honorable mentions uh, who are playing well. They have yet to win a game Ulysses has this year. They are 0 of 8 as we sit right now. Uh, and it's hard to, to say these two things back-to-back because they, they might be mutually exclusive to some people, but they are 0 of 8. They haven't won a game, but they are much improved. They are certainly better than last year by all accounts. Uh, that being said, I think Colby especially, they've had a lot of time, so it might not be as fresh, uh, but they're coming off a loss to a Hoxie team that they were really in that ball game. It was pretty back and forth for a lot of it. They came out uh, with a loss from that ball game broke, I think it was a four-game win streak, and uh, I think you'll get a little bit of an angry team. And I don't, I don't foresee it being much of a ball game on the girls' side. Uh, I think if my memory serves. I think Ulysses, I think they've lost seventeen straight games, or seventeen or eighteen straight games. And the one game that they won that last, this the last game they won or credit for a win was a forfeit. And so I think honestly, I was you, wondering about that. I yeah. think Ulysses, if my memory serves me correctly, I think they've lost like forty to forty-two consecutive straight games. I think, I think that's the number, somewhere in that range. Which is, t- it's it's tough. That's a tough number to pill to swallow. That's a hard thing to come overcome. Uh, but yeah, I, I expect Colby girls to have have a pretty solid game here, and and they probably need to shake off the rust. They've had just one game since the holiday break. <laughs> They have had, and, and by the time they hit orange and black next week, they will have gone uh, just over a full month while playing two basketball games, which I think is ridiculous <laughs> scheduling-wise. But um, the, the boys' game should actually be pretty good. Uh, the Ulysses boys are starting to put it together. Uh, don't have a very good record on the year. They're 4-4, four and four, but three of those four wins have come in their last four games, so they're playing much better ball right now, including, like you said, a win over a very good Holcomb team. We both know because they played both Goodland and Colby so far. That's a long team. That's a really solid defensive team. That's just a good team, period. And to beat them puts that makes them a little scary in my book, Ulysses. And uh, I talked to, you know, one of the coaches to mention to me yesterday uh, that it's kind of hard to get a beat on this Ulysses team. They'll, they'll beat Holcomb and then they'll get uh, blown out by a, a team that's a little bit worse than they are. And it's a little bit of a question mark right now. And that can sometimes make you even more dangerous. Uh, for Colby's credit, this will be their first, their only their second home game of the season. They had a bunch of road games to start the year. And I don't know how much the weather will affect, uh, you know, how much the, uh, the crowd starts to fill up. I don't know how much that will keep people uh, from coming to the event center tonight. Uh, but regardless, I think of the two, the men's game should actually be pretty entertaining. Usually when you look at those games, when you're like, boy, this team, they beat some teams, and you're like, golly, they lose some games they don't. Sometimes, and I've noticed with the list, it comes down to making shots for them. They have some kids that can really shoot the ball well if they're on. And then they have some nights where they really struggle. So... We'll see. I, I'm very intrigued by this that game tonight as well. I think that's going to be another uh, very good basketball game. Before we get to a break, I want to quickly highlight the other area hoops games uh, going on tonight. Besides Goodland at Hugotson and Colby hosting Ulysses, you've got Oakley hosting Trigo. Greeley County will host Rollins County. Quinter hosts Wallace County, which should be a pretty darn good girls and boys game, I would think. Uh, Weskin will host Tri-Plains Brewster. Shyland hosts Western Plains Healy. Golden Plains goes to Logan Palco. Decatur Community hosts Hoxie. 
St. Francis will host Dighton. Those are some of the games tonight. And then Saturday, as I mentioned, like Oakley and Hoxie, they turn around and play again on Saturday. So they play Friday in the regular season. They start tournament play on Saturday. The Mid-Continent League play-in games. So in order to make it into the big bracket, you got to win the play-in game. And Oakley girls will take on Hill City in the 7-10 matchup. And the boys bracket, you've got Oakley boys versus Trigo in the 6-11 and Hoxie versus Russell in the 7-10. And so those Hoxie boys, Oakley boys and girls both have to play again on Saturday in the play-in tournament of the, or sorry, in the play-in games of the MCL tournament. That's going to be happening at Phillipsburg on Saturday afternoon. So like I said, full, full weekend of high school hoops. All right, we'll take a break and we come back. We'll quickly highlight what's going to be happening on the wrestling mat, and then we'll get into our thoughts on the NFL uh, and this playoff picture as we start to unfold it and see what it's going to be like starting on Saturday. That's next here on the Morning Blitz.